Linda's Sunshine West is a six times best-selling author, a speaker, a red carpet interviewer, a founder of Women Action Takers, and her favorite quote is, nothing happens without action. Well, she sure takes action in a big way. Her brand new book, that, which is soon to be released, is called Invisible No More, Invincible Forevermore, and today on the show, we are interviewing Kathy Dirksen, who's one of the contributing authors in this amazing upcoming book. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Kathy Dirksen. Almost 3 million people and counting are consuming video content on their devices. BNR Media helps brands position their products and services to people at a time and manner that's convenient to them. If you would like to reach your customers and clients and stay ahead of your competitors, then connect with us. If you are just joining us, then welcome to Books with Brigetti. I am your host, Brigetti Limbanda from Cape Town in South Africa, and this stream is made possible by StreamYard and BeLive Media. A special warm welcome to you, the viewers, if you're watching us on Amazon Live, on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube, um, or on LinkedIn. This is an audience-centric show. So do know that I am monitoring the comments. Say hello. If you want to pop us a question, please feel free to do so. If this is your first time that you are watching the show, you are welcome to type new in the comments and then I can give you a shout out. So my guest today is Kathy Dirksen. She is the founder of the Inspired Tenacity um, she supports women to reignite their life through confidence in financial knowledge and the inspiration and tenacity to create a life that they love. So Kathy has been a professional financial planner for over a decade and she lost, she, she left, she chose, she left her job to focus her, focus her energy and provide resources and support for women and this is women's month so it's a great time to have her on the show and to celebrate what she does kathy is a four-time best-selling author of stories that inspire readers to take a leap of faith to reach their goals she's a contributing author to the brand new book by linda sunshine west and it's called invisible no more invincible forevermore I think there are so many women out there who can relate to this. But let's not waste any more time. I want to bring on Kathy and um, and introduce her to you. So with that, let's invite her on screen, shall we?
Kathy, a very, very warm welcome. I'm so glad that you're able to join me today. Well, thank you very much for having me on. It's a great honor. It's an absolute pleasure. You know, I love that you have stepped out um, to help other women because so many of us, you know, and especially now at this time, we live in a time of uncertainty. A lot of people have lost their jobs. A lot of people just don't know what the next steps are. And sometimes we can come, become completely stuck. And, you know, when I was reading through your bio and what you do, um, you know, that you help women with financial planning, I think that is probably one of the most areas in which a lot of people, and especially women, um, become unstuck. Because for a long time, traditionally, women rely on their husbands to provide for them. And I know, I just, I think, last, it's just last week, I had a lady um, on the show who suddenly, and, and this, is, this is just what happens with the pandemic, who suddenly, unexpectedly lost her husband to COVID. And she's got three children to care for. And, uh, and she's done a complete pivot from what she was in the beauty industry for many, many, many years. And she's now pivoted into starting a price distribution. Completely different from what she had done. Very out of wow. the comfort of doing the finances, the keeping, and, you know, the whole shebang. And... I was thinking, you know, you help women like that. So tell us a little bit about your journey, how you got into doing what you do now. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. So, well, my, my journey's had a few twists and pivots and along the way too. And yeah, so actually I spent 25 years working in medical genetics. So I actually oh, wow. spent 25 years mainly in hospital labs and public education, but focused on genetics. And then I came to a time in my life when I was going through big change and had to make some big decisions and, and really think about, you know, is what I'm doing right now something I can see myself doing for the next 20 years? I was in the middle of going through a divorce. I was suddenly on my own with uh, two teenagers. With, And so I really had to stop and think, okay, does the job and the career I have now where I really want to be? Or not and that's when i really did a lot of that kind of inner searching and just really discovered that i needed something that was more people-based and feeling like i was actually really helping people directly and that's when i actually started into my career as a financial planner because like you said there were so many women that were going through big changes but didn't have the resources and the understanding mm. from a financial point of view to really make those big changes whether it was divorce or loss of a spouse or just you know going through a career change because a lot of women feel stuck in where they are because they don't feel like they've got um the resources and the understanding financially so so that's what set me on the path with financial planning to really focus on helping women get that understanding. But after 10 years of doing that and mainly working in corporate type positions, I realized that I was giving some information and I was helping in some ways, but not having the big impact that I really wanted to have on people's lives, especially on women's lives. And that's when I'm and really coming to the realization that when it comes to finances, 
sometimes it's not just the tools and the information that are really going to change your situation and really discovering that so much of where we're at and what we're doing and our results is so much based on our mindset. The, the mm. stories we're telling ourselves about money and about success and about who we are. And so that's when I really decided that I need to take that next leap. And it was more than just a pivot. It was a leap and just decide to, like you mentioned, leave my corporate job, leave that whole kind of set financial planning structure and set out on my own process where I can both help them with that understanding, but then help them also with that mindset and those other tools that are actually very critical to making any change. So, so that's what I'm doing more in my inspired tenacity business is that I am helping women to recognize both the stories that they tell themselves that are holding them back, but that to also really do that inner reflection and that inner discovery and really decide, okay, is where I'm at right now, is this where I want to be right now? Because again, so many of us, you know, in our 40s, 50s, I focus mainly on women 50 and up, because so many of us are at that time in our life when we're really reflecting on that. Like, am I doing what really makes my heart sing? Am I doing something that I'm excited to do in the morning? I get up and get going, or do I just feel like I'm going through day to day to day Emotions. to day? And, I, and I, I describe it quite often as banging your head against the wall with whether it's a job that you're really frustrated with or a career you're, or a, a relationship or, or just life in general. We get stuck in those go, 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 day, day, day. But it's like, why am I here? So, so that's where I'm really focusing now is helping. I mean, finances is intertwined with everything in life, but, but focusing even more on helping women to really make a change in their life that will create living a life they actually love to live and allows them to contribute to the world in a way that they really feel satisfied and driven to do. So, so yeah. yes, it's, it's been a few leaps and a few pivots and a few, <laughs> but I'm loving where I'm at now. <laughs> but it's all good. You know, I mean, I, I've really, I think, you know, sort of when you turn 50, it really is a pivotal time um, in a, in, in a woman's life. Oh, definitely. When you, you know, I, I don't know what it is. I, I have no explanation, but I've heard many other women voice the same thing. There's just something about turning 50 and feeling that you've stepped into your own um you know you i think you've you've kind of done that you know you no longer want to you no longer feel that i'm speaking for myself i no longer <laughs> felt the need to explain myself to anyone i no longer yes. felt the need to prove myself to anyone right um yeah. you know i had done the child raising that was done and dusted behind me um and I felt that it was just a time in my life where I now wanted to do things that made me happy. Exactly. Exactly. And so many of us, we have the, those life experiences, we have those skills, we have that, that well, there's so much wisdom and experience that we're holding. And it really is a shame for us to just keep doing little things and not really share that with the world. And like you say, there's just that inner calling or drive to do something bigger at some point yeah. and, and I, I like to also remind people as well you know when you think back 40 years 
our life expectancy was really only 65 to oh, 70. Oh, you're, re you're reading my mind. You're yeah. absolutely reading my mind. <laughs> I, wa I wanted to go this. But yeah. Go ahead. Go well, ahead. Exactly. And, and I mean, as a financial planner, we encourage people to plan to be here into their 90s. So if you think about it, okay, you're going to retire, you know, going by the old way in your 60s. But what are you going to do for the next 30 years? We're not talking about golfing and gardening and watching TV. Like and there's, it's to time to do table, something right? big. What's that? You need to put food on the table and you want to well, live, you know, because. Exactly. And even if you've got a good pension that's paying the bills and you don't need to worry about the money. I think we all need a reason to get out of bed in the morning. We all need a reason to be here, something we're contributing, something that we're doing, something that excites us. So, I mean, golfing, I'm sure for some people, maybe that is exciting every day, all day and gardening. But but again, think about it. What are you going to do till you're a 90? But also the truth of the matter is that most pension funds, if you have one, because a lot of women don't No. If you don't have a pension fund, what are you going to do until you're 90? Well, that's you know, a very how, good how point. are you going yes. to live? You yeah. know, um, mm -hmm. and and you you want to live reasonably, comfortably. Yes. Uh, well, and exactly. everything costs yeah. money, you know. More and more. Um, and if you lose if you lose your spouse, what are you going to do? Yes. So you need to have a plan of some sorts uh, in place. And if you can find something mm -hmm. that you love that also generates income, why exactly. not? Exactly. And that's one of the things too that I mean, both also when I went into financial planning to start with, but even so more now that I went into it with the mindset that this is something I can do into my eighties hmm. or longer, right? As I can, you know, if I need to back off with health reasons or things like that, I can work less, but it's the type of work I can keep doing as long as I want to. So yes, it's not one that requires a retirement at a certain age or anything like that. So, so that's a really key focus on what I'm working on now is really helping women. And like you say, so many of us, we went, we raised, you know, we had our kids, we had our marriage, we had our careers. And so much of that was focused on somebody else, you know, making sure our kids were well and educated and making sure our spouse was happy and looked after. And even in our careers, quite often in a job, you're looking out for your bosses or your employer's best interest. And so most of us, a lot of us and myself, I will speak for, have put ourselves on the back burner while we're looking after everybody else. So, And what I like about what we can do you know, what I do, what you do, is that we don't need an office. I mean, in, apart no. from COVID, it's something we can do um, from home. Yeah. Um, you know, you can make yourself comfortable. And I do want to say to people, you know, everyone's working from home. Get yourself a decent chair that supports you. Because, you, you know, there's yes. nothing worse <laughs> than trying to to work and you're sitting on a on a dining room chair. Oh, exactly. Don't yes. do that. It's so bad for you. You know, I live with chronic pain and so I'm very conscious about um, sitting correctly, being Good at point. the right height, you know, being yes. comfortable when you work because you don't want to start doing books or whatever it is you do. And before you know it, you've got this terrible back and neck pain. So oh, invest yes. in, a, in, a, in a good office chair. You know, you're not going to take your dining. I always try and tell people, you're not going to take your dining room chair 
to the office. <laughs> you know, you don't do that. Yes. So if you're bringing your office into your home, invest in something that's also going to be good for your health. Because you yes. can't do anything if you don't invest in your health. Be comfortable. Um, you know, sit on a great, find yourself, if you, I don't know, I'm just big on investing <laughs> in a decent office chair that supports you. Since you can be, because if you're in pain, if your body's in pain, you're not going to enjoy whatever it is you're doing. No, that's true. And I think it all comes back around as well to us not always focusing on our needs and our comfort or our well-being in general. So whether it's the chair, whether it's our diet, whether it's exercise, whether it's just our, you know, time on our own doing what we love, those little things that we often tend to just sort of push aside, like you say, with the chair, okay, my back hurts right now, but I'll just keep doing this. I'm not going to bother looking. Well, we tend to just ignore our own pain as long as we can. Whereas, yes, doing those things like that to look after things before they become a problem can completely change our lives in so many ways. So, uh, oh, Absolutely. I, I definitely agree with with that so how did you meet you know we we both have got a, a chapter in this amazing book by um linda sunshine west how did you meet linda i actually met her through some other connections when i was just kind of getting started with this whole idea of getting my own business going and going on the more virtual business life and so one of my friends started connecting me with people that she thought would be very good connections for me to get out there and meet people i live in canada i'm on the west coast of canada which i love it up here but of course we're a relatively small population so i knew that reaching out to more of an international crowd was definitely where i needed to go and where i wanted to go so so my friend was had a, quite a few connections especially around in the states and over to europe and the uk so so she was really helpful in connecting with some people so yes yeah, so that's where i met linda and through linda i've met so many more people that oh, linda's just a great connector my life that's, <laughs> yes yes yeah that's no, it like you said i mean with the women action takers and with her motto about you know nothing happens without action she has changed lives so many lives and especially when you look at that ripple effect that you yeah. have on people's lives and other people's lives. And like with the, the mission with my company, my Inspired Tenacity, my mission is to actually create a cycle of wealth and success among women around the world. And how I see that too is that ripple effect. So I help the people that are in my community, but knowing that most women, as they feel that they've been raised they reach out and they help other women and other people in their community. So it becomes that ripple effect that I'm helping these people, they're helping those people. And just our international ripple of lifting the world is, is what I love about this kind of work that we're doing together. I know, you know, I, I absolutely love the opportunity that has been opened up. I mean, I've been live streaming myself now for, um, about seven years six oh, seven wow. years okay. and i really love the fact you know i mean there's a lot of things about the pandemic that have challenged us mm -hmm. in in various ways and many people have had to pivot but one of the things that i have loved about what the pandemic has done for us 
is that it's opened up opportunities for us to do business on a global scale. Exactly. You know, yeah. a lot of people who had this anti-online thing going um, were forced to change their mindset about working mm -hmm. online. Yes. And we now have the opportunity, as you rightly said, to engage with people on a global scale. So you yeah, literally exactly. have been given the ticket to not only do business locally, but you can do business anywhere where people are connected to the internet. And that is just phenomenal. Yes, and it really is a small world. And that's one of the things that's really amazed me with this whole process of meeting people and reaching out further is how how similar we all are. You know, when you when you live yeah. a life that's kind of small and local, you always get the feeling that it's different somewhere else. Whereas when we really get to know each other, you know, people from around the world, we realize that really we're, you know, our environment that we're in might be a bit different, but the people and what they want to do and kind of that inner longing to be of service and to help each other, I find that it's everywhere that I look. Right. Uh, someone's coined the phrase glocal. Oh, I like that. <laughs> glocal. <laughs> You know, because we're we're just one global family now. Um, and as you That's said, true. you know, I've one of the things I've enjoyed about live streaming also is the fact that the more people you talk to, talk to, you realize that no matter where people are, we have similar um, challenges in life. Mm -hmm. You know, we go through the same changes in life, irrespective of where we um, of where we are. And you know. As we're doing now, I always try and encourage people, you know, we our lives are online and everyone is doing Zoom meetings, you know, switch your camera on people because it's, yes. it's it, we want to connect, you know, we miss that human to human in connect, uh, in, you know, connection that we yes. can't have now to, to remain safe, but switch your camera on, make sure your camera is in focus. Um, yes. You know, and yes. if you're doing That's business, point, if you're yeah. doing, if you're doing business, if you if you're a business person, if you can invest in a decent webcam, it doesn't have to be a DSLR. If you can afford one, go for it. But yes. if you can't afford it at a DSLR, at least invest in a webcam, because this is your business. It's a business investment. You want to talk yeah. to people like this. This to me is as good as it gets. It's it's a face to face conversation. To me, it feels like we're sitting at the table, oh, around exactly. the table, having exactly. a cup of coffee. Yes. You know, it doesn't get better than this. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Well, that, funny enough, that was one of the other things that Linda's actually helped me with. That I was thinking for a while that I had to get an upgrade my camera because my picture was very blurry and just it just wasn't good. Sometimes <laughs> it's just a tweak. Well, the funny to... thing is, after a while of this, Linda says, oh, have you cleaned your camera lately? <laughs> and that's all it was. <laughs> it's like, hey, you, know, you don't think about that, right? Oh, that's it was hilarious. A computer, you think? <laughs> so, yeah, so Linda has helped in a lot of ways. <laughs> she, she does, you know, and she's also very, um, she's also very practical person. Oh, yes. And and I, I, I like how forthright she, she is. You know, she'll say to you, well, that doesn't work. I'll, you know, do this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and it's one of the reasons that I have loved working with Linda because she shoots straight from the hip. And um, 
And I think that's that's also a nice part of being at this phase in our lives is that we we're I think we're more honest with with each other. <laughs> oh, definitely, yes. No, no BS, just the way it is. And, and and yes, one of the other little things I love about Linda too is that she she's brave in trying new things all the time. So especially with tech support, tech is one of my worst things that I just uh, I'd like to leave tech to other people, but but with her, you ask her a question, and if it's something that she's not quite sure about, she'll just go try this. She'll and find. Try that she'll, and find and she'll find someone. She'll find someone <laughs> exactly. to connect you with exactly. that knows the answer. And yeah. I want to just give a huge shout out to Bob, who's watching us on Amazon Live. Uh, uh, hi, Bob. <laughs> Bob is a great friend, Bob Tomlin, and um, so um, so yes, I think. It's wonderful to be able to connect with people from around the globe. And, you know, Linda is probably one of the best connectors. If she doesn't know yes. the answer to something, she'll say, but I know so-and-so, so yep. and you can be sure to get a message from her. I oh, want yes. to just segue and, and talk yep. quickly about your chapter in the book. Yes, yes. Tell us a little bit about your chapter mm -hmm. um, in the book. So my chapter is called Peekaboo, I Don't See You. So, I mean, a lot of us, when we were little or when we've had children with us, we've played the game Peekaboo or you're just Peekaboo. And, of course, kids love that. And so with the little ones, it's almost like they feel like you've disappeared while you're yes. covered and then you've reappeared. So I sort of describing, my chapter describes times in my life where I kind of felt like I was going through that process of disappearing and then reappearing and disappearing. And, you know, so much of it uh, in, in the chapter, I described how when I was a child, we moved a lot. So, yeah. you know, starting mm -hmm. over in different communities and different places in very different places around North America. And so I really got used to kind of that. Now I'm new. Now I get used to it. Now I'm somewhere different. Now I'm new. Now I get, and so it really was a lot of that. And and quite often I found anyways that being the new kid in different places, there was always some bully somewhere that was looking for that new kid to to kind of take control of. Or so that was one of the my experiences with moving was that there tended to be at least one bully looking for that new kid. So when you're kind of that target, you tend to almost try to be invisible so that they don't kind of set Just their sights on you. Almost. Exactly. So, so part of you know, my chapter talks a little bit about that in my childhood, but then more into my adult life going, I was, the reason I got divorced was that my husband became quite emotionally abusive and and abusive within with myself and with my kids. And so I had kind of realized I was falling into a depression and just kind of, you don't want to leave a marriage, that idea, oh, I'm married, I need to stick with this, I need to, and, but again, kind of finding myself disappearing into, as a way of protecting myself. So, so I my, can relate. So my chapter goes through a few times in my life like that, where I did go through those phases of, of being visible and invisible and visible and invisible and, and that sort of thing. So that's, I not even can't even think of where that idea of using the peekaboo as my kind of 
framework of the, my story started, but but it seemed to fit quite well as I realized that there was a few times in my life that I would appear and disappear and appear and disappear. And, and, and again, sort of coming back to my business, I think that's a huge reason why I want to really do this with women and really help them to discover their brilliance and to have that trust and confidence and take that leap of faith to jump into a life that actually excites them. Because I feel that so many of us have disappeared. You know, we've really lost our identity. We've lost mm. just our own like, who am I? What do I like? I, re I actually remember one day I was thinking about it when my kids were, I guess they're maybe like six or seven years old. So you're relatively small and still taking a lot of your time. But I remember thinking, I don't even know. I don't even remember what I like to eat. Kathy, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm listening to you and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I relate to so much of what you're saying. Exactly. You know, I remember how that, you know, when my kids were growing up, um, you cook food that your children like. So, you, yeah, exactly. you know, you go to restaurants where that are child friendly. Yep, yep. So you get used to that. And the biggest aha moment for me, you know, I got so used to rushing through my food when the kids were growing yes, up yes. Um, <laughs> that I never really, I never really sat down to enjoy because it was always something yeah. to do to attend to the children. Exactly. And when they finally grew up, one day I was, you know, gobbling up my food. I thought, why did I do that? I really had no reason to rush through my meal. So that was kind of like the aha yeah. moment for me when I yeah. realized I can actually slow down and I can actually and sit down. So I can <laughs> sit down, enjoy my food. I can now taste the food, not exactly. just kind of like I need to eat quickly before the next thing that I need to do. Exactly. You know. And, yes. And and yeah. you and you also chose the friend. Uh, you yes. had friends yes. that were the parents of yep. your children's friends. Exactly, exactly. You know, yes. you did a yep. lot of stuff that was, or you were entertaining your husband's colleagues or business people, you know, so you were doing a lot of that. It was never uh, about you. And now at this phase in your life, you can finally choose your friends, choose what you want to eat, where you want to eat, who you want to eat with. Yes, yes. It's those little things. Exactly. And and again, I feel that so many of us are still caught in that habit. Like you say, even when you don't need to be behaving like that or sticking in that, but we do because we just are so used to it. Whereas the, getting that kind of reminder and that kind of poke from somebody else saying, hey, is this what you want to be doing? Or, hey, let's go do something else. Or, hey, do you... <laughs> What do you want for dinner tonight? <laughs> Absol absolutely. Just something that that you enjoy and to be selfish for a change. Exactly. You know, and, and, and to be okay with that. To be okay with being selfish and putting yourself ourselves. first. Because yes. if you think about it, this is the way I reason. I don't know about you, but this is the way I reason. If, if I take care of myself, and if I'm happy, I can help the people around me be happy too. Well, exactly. And yes, when you think about it, when you're tired or depressed or just not feeling well, then, then what have you got to actually share with other people? And besides going through the motions of looking after things that need to get done, 
there's so much more we can bring to relationships and bring to our situation when we are feeling energized and feeling well and feeling like we're respected that that yes our lives and the lives of the people around us are so different when we look after ourselves so true absolutely so when you work with women like typically what kind of women do you work do you look for or work with um mainly women that are in a job situation right now so I, I find that a lot of entrepreneurs, they're kind of already sort of started on something that they feel inspired about and have started on some new project kind of idea. Whereas I find that so many women that are in jobs tend to be the ones that are stuck, that are in, you know, still doing that job just because it pays the bills or because it does have a savings plan or because it's got, you know, dental plan. So they're kind of, they're tend to be more the ones that are really just dug into a life that they hate. Yeah. And so that's where I've been focusing lately is so a lot of women that are either working in the healthcare or working in the professional setting. So ones like that, that have been doing the same job for 20, 30 years and just know they need something different. So, but of course, all women that are feeling that stuck feeling and feeling like they, and like I said, 50 and over, I find tends to be that group of women that are in that next chapter of our lives and really feeling there's that need to make a big change. So that's, that's the main focus of the work I'm doing right now. And so when you say that you teach women about um, financial freedom, what exactly is it that you help them with? Well, so I focus most of our time on more thinking and and really digging in to finding those things that inspire and motivate us. Because again, thinking back to being in a career or being in a position or being in a life when we're just not happy and we're just going through the motions that we tend to be underpaid for where we should be. We tend to not be doing the things that, that would get us ahead. So, Yes, we do talk about savings and that sort of thing. But again, I find so much of actually getting to success and our goals and where we want to be comes back to those things of how do you feel about yourself? Do you feel like, oh, I'm always broke. There's never enough. I can't do this. I have to stay where, you know, those thoughts and those kind of those limiting beliefs in our head tend to really be the things that hold us back both financially and from other types of success. So, so most of our time and energy is actually focused on that side of wealth and success. And just how do I look at my life differently so I can create different results. And so it's, it's kind of a, a twist in a lot of ways on how people think about financial well-being and success is that we've always been taught that, oh, just save more or invest differently or, and I mean, those are tools that yes, are there and are very useful, but I just find so often over and over that even with those tools, if you still have the idea in your head that you're always broke and that you just can't get ahead then you will always be broke and you won't get ahead. So, so, so much of our efforts and energy is really focused on discovering what our brilliance is as an individual, focusing on 
where can I apply my energy and time that makes me feel energized and inspired? Because when we get in that mindset, we tend to either go into positions in our job that do pay us better or that do have better benefits that help us, or we go off into another career path that lifts us higher in a financial setting. So all those things are so intertwined that I find that they are critical to that conversation about financial success and success in general and what that means to you as an individual. Because again, success, I'm not talking about, okay, what are the check marks of, you know, what have you accomplished? I'm talking about creating a life that you feel you're where you want to be. You're doing what you want to do. You're feeling that you are making progress in the direction that you chose. So it's not about check marks. It's not about more degrees. It's not about a, you know, all these other kind of things. It's, it's about how you feel about where you want to be. And, and are you excited to get up in the morning? Are you excited to share what you've been doing? Are you excited to just move on to that next thing and that next project? And, and what's next for you? And that's one of my taglines is to bring life to your life. Because again, so many of us are, are stuck in that kind of day-to-day -day just doing life, but we don't really feel alive. That's true. You know, it's so easy to get stuck in just doing things routinely. And exactly. um, so you really just want to take a breath and say, where, where, am, where am I at? Am I really leading my best purposeful life? Yeah, you know, exactly. Am I happy doing what I'm doing or am I simply just going through the motions um you know and just sort of taking take a moment to just breathe and think can i do something differently and sometimes it's not big changes sometimes it's little changes and tweaks that can make a well, huge exactly. difference exactly and and even with you know if it's someone's career that they're feeling kind of stuck in even just helping them look back at what was it you actually liked about that career 20 years ago you know, what were the parts of it that inspired you before? And sometimes just by reminding ourselves or refocusing that, that we can actually rediscover that and reignite what we liked about what we were doing before. <laughs> and isn't it amazing how, you know, everything starts with a conversation. Exactly. And that is why conversations are good. You know, as human beings, we want to talk to each other. And uh, sometimes we hold back, especially as women, you know, if we if we have that internal messaging that you don't have an opinion or your opinion isn't valuable, you know, if you grew up with that right. kind of internal messaging, yes. a lot of women struggle with that. But the more we talk to each other and the more we are honest with each other, we realize that we are not dissimilar from other people, and um, and it's it's great to get validation, you know, from the from from sharing oh, and exactly. realizing. You know, I'm not the only one because so many of us, because we don't share, we su we often suffer in silence for years. And we think, oh, you know, I'm the only one, yeah. and it's like an aha moment when you hear someone else's, but me too, yes. and then you realize, well, why don't we do it differently? Yes, well, exactly. And I find too that quite often women tend to, I guess, it's a worthiness thing i feel like oh well i don't want to waste your time on my problems or or i won't go ask for help because i'll just do this myself because everybody else is too busy or i should be able to just do this myself 
and we're not allowing ourselves to actually receive that help from other people or to share and receive just that help and that support and that those just stirring up those things that could bring up new ideas and new connections. So that's the other side that I find quite often that just it's an allowing and receiving process that women have to open up to. Absolutely. Cassie, it was wonderful chatting to you. And well, thank you um, for having me. It's been great. So if you if you're watching this or you know someone that um, want to step out into their greatness and just learn to be a bit more confident or to you know need some help with changing the internal dialogue um, or you know reach out and and connect and I am very excited and really looking forward to this book by Linda called Invisible No More, Invincible Forevermore by Linda Sunshine West. It's a collection of stories by amazing women um, out there. So if you were one of those people that are still feeling invisible um, and you want to learn to step out into your greatness, do look out for this book. It's going to be on bookshelves. I I don't have a date yet, but I would imagine within the next two months, roughly, yes. um, is, is when it will be on bookshelves. But in the meantime, we are, you know, I've, I've spoken to a number of, of, of men and women. It's not just women, by the way. There are men and women in the book. Um, stories about people who have stepped out of their comfort zone and have learned how to step into their own. So do look out for that book. Kathy, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I look forward to staying connected. Absolutely, absolutely. So thanks for watching, everyone. Take care, stay safe, and until next time, we'll see you again. Bye for now. Bye.